Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is a author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Hi, and welcome to Stance for Health podcast. I'm Dr. Rodney. And I'm Karen Sebastian Worth. And today we're going to tackle a topic that is very concerning. So hang with us in the beginning because we have we are going to give you some solid things to do about it, 10 things to do for this dilemma that we find ourselves in. And we're already, let me just say, we're, uh, you know, spoiler alert, we're already there with you. We have three cell phones. We are going to talk about the dangers of cell phone use. And what to do about it. Yes, because I think that's the most important thing. We started this topic because we got an article from Dr. Murphy. We have a subscription and it was so disturbing. It was talking about what's called a precautionary principle. Doc, can you talk to us a little bit more about what that means? The essence of it, from my understanding, is that if you if if a product has a risk or is it proposes a risk to the public and it's supported uh, before there's any scientific proof of risk, you ought to pull it from the shelves. Exactly. Exactly. So basically that's what happened with aspirin for babies. Yep. And before we could even um do anything about it the tobacco industry was was well entrenched right and we know what happened to the tobacco industry but cell phone industry actually learned something from that and it seems that if we look at the danger of carcinogens and in cell phone usage and what's happening to our brains as a result of exposure to the radioactive uh, components and the mobile communication and the infrastructure, particularly as we're getting into 5G, yeah. it is extremely alarming. And that's why we're asking you to please let us talk about that a little bit. But I want to go into what are some action steps that you must do, and they're not hard. So that's that's the good news at the end of all this. Okay. So yeah, the the obviously the problem is with 5G is if we're talking about how far off of the ground they actually have to place them for them to be effective, it's only three meters. And if you notice, that's probably about a third the height of most cell phone towers now that you see, right? And on top of that, the waves don't go as far. So they're going to have to have one million new antennas to allow that network to function. Anybody else... I don't know if that's jaw-dropping to anyone else, but that's jaw-dropping to me, that it would take that many more. Because uh, of the short distance that it goes. And so that is something that how fast do we need things to be? It's like 
Don't know. We have become so addicted to the really quick response that we want on our computers and on everything. And so basically, it's the mobile communication and infrastructure that is exposing us to dangerous magnetic fields that cause harm. Yeah. According to a 2018, what's called National Toxicology Program. In other words, what that is, is it's a... It's an animal study with clear evidence that mobile phone radiation caused cancer in male rats, along with cardiac and other damage, heart damage. In other words, DNA damage in multiple organs and biochemical changes. So before you go, well, wait a minute, that's rats. (laughs) Keep in mind that that's a biological study. They're doing it on a living entity. Yeah, Yeah, it's and do our, our rats significantly different from us well yeah but they still have dna they still have you know biological structure they're still they still have little hearts i think what really jumps out at me Mm -hmm. is that there's clear evidence yeah so why aren't we hearing about this or are we just going yeah yeah that's for someone else in other words the the strength remember what the strength of a study is the strength of a study is based on it says at the bottom no vested interest whoever did this study conflict of interest there you go so here what was the most disturbing thing about speaking of studies what was the most disturbing thing that you discovered One of the things that they're talking about is that I believe that we have progressed so rapidly in this area and the studies that are out there and the recommendations are just way backward. And even then it was dangerous. But I think what really, really bothers me is that they're thinking, okay, well, the main thing, we don't want that battery to get hot and blow up. Remember about the ionized batteries and all of that and a certain type of phone and that whole company went out of business because they had that? I can't remember what. Oh, I don't know if the whole uh, that whole company went out of business, but it was a, it was a particular brand. And, and so I don't remember it. Maybe yeah. that's good. But the point <laughs> is that yeah. everybody... F- focus then on the heat, but they haven't been focusing on what's happening to your brain under the influence of those rays. In in other words, this thing is like a little miniature microwave oven. Yes. More or less. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And no one would ever want to stand inside of a microwave oven. No. And yet I hear somebody I know really well. That's related to me, not Dr. Randy, that was sleeping with his phone under his pillow. Yeah. And it's just become so much a part of who we are that it's almost unthinkable. But I have to say the most disturbing thing to me is that in reading this really long report, no one is funding this research. Yeah. And the government programs that are supposed to be protecting us were basically defunded by Congress. So in other words, no one is saying other than us and people like us, and we're considered probably a little bit out there to yeah. even be bringing this up. Yeah, it probably sounds weird. It probably sounds like well, a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> it probably sounds like a conspiracy. So 
what are, and so it, it, for those of you that are still listening <laughs> maybe last everybody yeah. um, for those of you that are still listening we, we, we obviously maybe you've heard that cell phones present a problem and you even see people holding their phone out here like this rather than up to their ear so something's getting through yes and we, so, annoying conversations right like one at the airport not that long ago where a girl was walking uh, talking loudly to one who would soon be her ex-boyfriend and was breaking up with them and we heard it all yeah and yet they are learning you don't put it up to your head yes so in addition to that in addition to don't you know keep it as far from your body away from your body as you can what are some other things and what are some other action steps that we can do to uh mitigate the effects of these little Miniature microwave ovens. So, you know, the active phone, carrying it in your pocket is really bad for men. Yeah. Yeah. And in for the in your sports bra for a woman, this is really, really dangerous when you do have to carry it on your person. Then because that's the only way you can carry it, then put it on airplane mode. Right. So that's that's significant. And what's another one? You know, as as stylish as they are and as high tech as they seem, if you do something wireless in your ears, you're increasing that that sense of mm-hmm. of radio frequency. Because of the- in other words, I don't want to I don't want to name a particular brand. I'm just saying, if you see somebody with wireless uh, headphones, that's likely causing them an increase in radio frequency. EMF exposure. Yes. Block blue light. Now keep in mind that's a that's a second topic, but it's it's another product of what uh, blue backlit uh, devices do. And And it's easy to do. You can if you wear prescription glasses, have them add the the blue light blocker. Yeah. Or like last week we bought some some. uh, yellow and i still use them they're so cute if i yeah if i can't (laughs) sleep for whatever reason i i just my mind's just racing or whatever and and on a given night i'm going to go back on the computer i put those on and it does make a difference in your sleep because all of this is affecting us well that speaking of sleep we have created the no phone zone in our bedroom no cell phones are in there. Right. In fact, they're on the other side of the house, sitting next to the Wi-Fi that's been turned off. Right. Yeah. Now, with that, I do recognize that there can be times we would put it in the when my dad was nearing his move to heaven that we would leave it on, but we would put it in the in the bathroom and close the door. So there are situations where you need to be able to be reached. But basically, our kids know that after nine o'clock, they're not going to get a hold of us. So let's we go to bed early. Let's, too. Anticipate, let's anticipate somebody that's listening to this and says, you know what? I can't do that for my job. I'm on call or whatever. What are some other things we can actually place on the phone that makes a difference? Thanks. That's a great lead in. Yeah. We have a wonderful product that you might be interested in. It's called R. The letter R to L. You can actually look it up. Radiation yeah. to light. 
and it reduces cell phone radiation exposure up to 70%. And you know what I like about that? What do you like? Is that they actually measure it and uh, they're telling you what it gets that radio frequency energy gets reduced to. And they're being honest about it. They're saying, they're not saying, they're not saying 99%. Right. But it's it's nice to know, and and it's not difficult to place that on your phone. And you mentioned earlier we have three cell phones. Each of us have a personal one, and we have the yeah. the stance the business phone. phone. Yeah. And we like really are so pleased with this product. So if you're interested, just put uh, in the message below. Say info and we will send you the details on this where you can purchase them from us or from the manufacturer and one of my favorite subjects is supplements yeah it's it's amazing what this is doing is it's it's we actually know what part of the mitochondria this is affecting radio frequency effects it's very it's very similar to getting a concussion in terms of the calcium gated ion channels in your mitochondria. So in order to create a, a barrier. Yeah, the mitochondria is at the center of every cell. It's they're floating around creating energy for your cells. So the fewer mitochondria you have that are active, they're doing what they're supposed to according to original design, the less likely that cell is to produce what it's supposed to and not go haywire and and um and overproduce itself in other words which that's a definition of cancer but also making this rendering the cell useless like a zombie cell if it's if it's not getting the right protection and that's where magnesium comes in magnesium is such a powerful in fact go and listen to our podcast called the miracle of magnesium you will go you will be wanting to get some info on on the starting to use that because magnesium helps with the function of neurons and it helps regulate the neurotransmitters. Those are the chemical messengers that help the cells of the brain communicate with each other. So think about it. You've got this radiation that's affecting your head and how you think and to the rescue comes MG. Yeah, it's basically a little bit like uh, wearing armor for your brain, for your nerves. Yes. Yeah. And because you need glutamate and gamma aminobutric acid or GABA. Yeah. You, and so what you're saying is two transmitters in particular, what, what we're getting at is that magnesium helps you have appropriate levels of, of GABA and uh, glutamate. In other words, glutamate doesn't get you. You need a certain amount of glutamate, but you don't need ex- excess glutamate. Exactly. And that's that's what this what magnesium does is it keeps keeps it from punching holes with excess calcium yes. using glutamate, yes. glutamate as the gun. Yeah. So low levels of magnesium. Then, if you have low serum levels of magnesium, and you can actually get the test, it's super easy to do. Uh, or you can just say, you know what. I don't get enough magnesium in my diet. Most of us don't. According to statistics, 70% of us are deficient worldwide. And that has to do with With the fact that the soil is depleted of magnesium. So this is one, unlike just had a health partner today say, should I take potassium? And 
So many foods have a lot of potassium. So that one's not one that you have to, unlike magnesium, so that that brain functions properly. And like you said, that glutamate, the amount has to be just right because if it becomes overexcited, Mm -hmm. wow, that sounds overexcited. So yeah, so what you're saying is a, a neuron needs stimulation, not hyperstimulation. Exactly. It needs fuel, the right fuel, and it needs the right protection, the right uh, rudiments. And one of the best is magnesium. And what happens when you have too much glutamate and the excitotoxins is that the list of uh, diseases that come from that, you've got ALS, multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Huntington's, epilepsy, migraines, depression, chronic pain. And also of caution is eliminate all MSG. Uh, And all its other sneaky names. (laughs) MSG. We also have, we'll put the link in the show notes for that too, because there are over 40 names that it can say no MSG on the front. And then when you turn it over, it can have five, six, 10 of those that are other names for MSG. The next one. Well, there's really fancy names for it, but if you're looking at essential fatty amino acids, essential fatty acids, I'm sorry, that's a different subject. Essential fatty acids are uh, omega-3s. And we all get plenty of omega-6s in our diets. Uh, That's a whole other subject. So it's like, do we need more calcium? No. Do we need more omega-6s? No. Do we need more omega-3s? Yes. Yes. Do we need more uh, magnesium? Yes. Yes. So omega-3 to 6 ratio or 6 to 3 ratio is what's testable. Yes. And it's a simple pinprick test. We can figure out where it is. And when it comes out, it's greater than four to one, in other words, getting enough omega-6s and you're only getting to, you know, the ratio to one omega-3, then brain function starts to actually diminish at four to one. So that's another test. You know, you can either administer that yourself. You can come by the office and get that done, figure out what it is and take appropriate levels of uh, omega-3 until that ratio gets down to below uh, four to one or better. And here's some of the things that happen, but they've done testing that people with these following conditions have low omega-3s. Are you ready? Mental health issues, ADHD, autism, bipolar disorder, depression, and suicidal ideations. And uh, along with that, homicidal ideation. Yes. Yeah. So- So that's what we want to just tell you that that is something that you can start immediately. And the final supplement is? We call it affectionately in our house because we have a a lozenge, a sublingual lozenge. We call it minty hair. Don't confuse it with um, glutamate. It is glutathione. G-S-H. Glutathione is a... Non-protein thiol plays crucial roles in antioxidant defense systems, maintain maintenance of uh, redox homeostasis in neurons. In other words, it's a good guy. It's actually helping you stay younger, mentally younger, mentally fit. Yeah. 
helps you have clearer thoughts. And the depletion, depletion of that has been found in neurodegenerative diseases, uh, all cause uh, dementia, basically, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and um, what's the other one? Just any dementia, right? Yeah. Those are the big two, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. So if you've got low glutathione levels, you've got um, a high omega six to three ratio, and you've got low levels of magnesium, that's the triple threat. On the positive side. Uh, yeah, the positive side. This is your armor. I loved how you said that earlier. Yeah. This is your armor against the damage of something that's not going to go away. So I can I never smoked. And a lot of people that I love did and they stopped. Here's something I don't see us no longer using cell phones. That that just is not something that we we will go back to. I am old enough to remember leaving the house and not being able to be reached, that is a thing of the past. So I think that with that in mind, knowing what we're doing, find the ways to turn your phone off. And at least one day a week, do a social media fast. Mm. We do that as best we can. We can do better on our Shabbat. Yeah. But it's a it's a total rest. And I just really, we want you to live your best life. That's what stands yeah. for. And you can do this. It's going to give you so many benefits in so many other ways. But this is the one that we wanted to give you to focus on, hey, here's a cause-effect relationship. And it's not just casual. There's plenty of research out there, believe it or not, and take it, take it or leave it. And yet, all of these things, even if you don't believe the information about the cell phone, is still going to benefit your brain. I love it. Yeah. And it's been wonderful talking to you about this. As you yeah. can tell, we're a little bit passionate about <laughs> it. And we want you to live healthy yes. and have low disability and make it to 100 or plus. Yeah. In the best of health as you take your stance for health. health. See you next time. Thank you for joining us at Stance for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.